Hello, beautiful. You are listening to No Breaks. My name is Chulu. I am the founder of Africana Woman. The question that we are tackling today is how do you break out of the cycle of inherited trauma? So let's start with defining what does trauma actually mean? Trauma is when you experience something that makes you frightened and feel unsafe. Now, there are different levels to trauma. There's a big T trauma, and then there's also small T traumas. And each trauma can be unique to each person, okay? But it really depends on how is it that you are reacting to that situation, and do you feel safe? So if you don't and you do not process it, that trauma begins to affect your behaviors, your decisions, and your actions. When the question was asked, how do we stop trauma? The lady that asked it explained it as, you know, being able to see that, wait a moment, there's some destructive patterns that are happening in my family. And there are things that my parents have passed down to me, but I do not want to pass down to my children. So how do I stop that from happening? How do I make a healthy environment for my children, right? First of all, I'd like you to know that it's called generational trauma or intergenerational trauma. The first step is recognizing that there are cycles of behavior that are not healthy, that are toxic, that are repetitive. And once you're able to recognize that, the next thing to do is to begin to understand where did this come from? Why is it that our family behaves this way? And trying to find the root cause. One of the ways that you can do that is by speaking to your family, to the older generations. And one thing I've, I always like to do is um, just say, hey, tell me your story. When we grow up, we look at our parents and we think of them as, oh, you know, especially when you're a kid, you really think, oh, my parents is, you know, perfect in a certain way. And then you get to a certain point and you're like, wait a moment, this person has flaws. <laughs> but I think we need to come to a point where we understand that our parents are also humans and they are doing life for the first time. They were being parents for the first time. They we're doing the best that they could. I'd love for you to be able to just step back and look at your parents, look at your mother, look at your father, look at um, your aunties and just consider them as humans. That's it, as humans. And what is their story? Why is it that they tick in the way that they do? Sit down with them, have conversations and begin to just see them as humans, having a human experience. And when you're able to do that and be objective, 
then you begin to understand why they behave the way that they do. Now, I know that um, over the years, personally, you know, I would try and ask, um, you know, my family, like the older generation, hey, what's your story? Tell me about it. And depending on the age, they're go- you know, on your age, they're going to give you an age appropriate answer. But I believe that, you know, when you get to adulthood, there's a certain point where, uh, you know, the story now just becomes real. Like, hey, this is actually what happened. Okay. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay. Okay. And then I would say seek help from a trauma specialist, trauma therapist. You see, Therapists have um, different specialities, right? Just the same way you have with doctors. There's the general practitioner, there's the gynecologist, the pediatrician, so on and so forth. But there are people that actually specialize in trauma, helping people deal with trauma. Because the first thing that needs to be regulated is your nervous system. And then, then you're able to have a conversation around how do I process what happened and then resolve what happened. The therapist is going to take you through those steps. They're going to give you tools that will help you with that healing journey. I also want you to understand that we're all on our own paths, right? Now, You can be from the same family. You can be, you know, two miles ahead from your own family on their healing journey. The temptation is to want to pull them and, you know, make them do the healing and tell them that, hey, there's this trauma, like deal with it, deal with it. (laughs) But the truth is, if they're not ready, they will not deal with it. You do not have the power to force somebody else to do something, okay? Like I mentioned in an episode earlier, that we all have sovereignty over our own bodies, meaning that we get to make the decisions about what we do with our bodies, the decisions that we make. So just because you've decided to go on a healing journey does not mean that, um, you know, your loved ones, your siblings, your parents have also made that decision, All that you can do is be an example to them, okay? And show them the benefits of doing the work. That demonstration can inspire them to want to do the work for themselves. So it may get frustrating at the beginning because you can see how and why they are being affected in the way that they are. But until they are ready for the change that they need to make for themselves, there is nothing that you can do except be that loving example. Now, especially when it comes to family trauma, if you are not able to make everyone change at the same time, right, what you want to do is set up strong boundaries. Okay, and the way that boundaries work is that they determine how you will behave 
in certain situations. Not how other people will behave, but what are you going to do? You can let people know that, for example, you may not speak to my children about their weight, about their skin color. That is not acceptable for my children. Should I find that you are saying things like that, we will not be spending as much time with you. Especially when it comes to your children and, you know, you're trying to change the environment in which they are growing up in, but you're still around toxic um, family members, right? What you want to do is if somebody crosses the boundary that you've made, make sure you go and reaffirm them and just remind them of who they really are and just correct that moment for them. Because sometimes, you know, they, in that moment, they haven't even realized like, oh, wait a moment, that was very destructive, but it's planted a seed. So you now need to go and uproot that seed very quickly. Okay. Another thing I would recommend, especially with your relationship with your children is being able to communicate better. I know a lot of times that when we're growing up, you know, there's certain topics that are taboo, that are never spoken about. What I would strongly and highly recommend is to nurture a very, um, a nurture an environment where you're able to have very open and very um, loving conversations with your children and to be able to acknowledge your mistakes right, in front of them, and to be able to apologize when you make a mistake. Because yes, this is the first time that you are being a parent to a one-year-old. And it will be the first time that you're being a parent to a two-year-old. And so on and so forth. So it's a new experience for you and you will make mistakes. But when your child is able to see that, hey, Mommy, daddy made a mistake. They said sorry and um, just explained the situation. That, that in itself is powerful. And that builds a, a bond of trust. So as you know, when, when they are much older, they're able to have um, deeper conversations with you. They're able to come to you and trust you with information that you know, maybe you wouldn't even have been able to speak about with your own parents. And I know it's going to be uncomfortable because this is not something that you experienced with your own parents, but you have to take that first step to just normalizing. How can I have a healthy communication with my child? When they ask questions, being able to have open conversations with them that are age appropriate and help them to process what is happening. A lot of times uh, when we were kids, things were happening around us, but everyone is just like, ah, kids, they don't notice. They, you know, <laughs> it's not important. Or maybe your parents were so caught up in their drama, like they didn't even care what anybody else was going through, you know? You were not able to process what was happening. It was just happening to you and you just, you just felt so out of control and unsafe. 
you know? But when you have your children, what I really want you to do is when they ask you a question, to be able to answer them. And even if you, 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 you say to them, listen, right now I am not able to speak about it because I'm very emotional, but I am definitely going to come back and have a conversation with you about it later. You know, just help them, help them to be able to process things because now you are teaching them emotional intelligence. A lot of the work that needs to be done when it comes to generational trauma is internal and you being able to, first of all, recognize the patterns. So if you remember what I say, if you're able to name a thing, then you're able to deal with it. And then to also try and find the roots. And you know what? Sometimes you will never find what the roots are, but that's okay. Because when you know the symptoms, then when you work with a therapist, a specialist, they'll be able to teach you how to manage and regulate those symptoms. Okay. So sometimes you, you may never know, you may never know what actually happened, what that trauma was, but that doesn't mean that you can't, um, you can't heal from it. So then get the help from the professional, right? And trust me, it's an investment. It's an investment into your life. And finally, be the example to the people around you. Communicate to them what are your boundaries because you get to teach people how to treat you. And then you get to decide what you're going to do if they mistreat you. The only person that you can control is you, honey. And the person that you can influence are your children by teaching them how to process the world around them. And that includes emotional intelligence. Healing from trauma is very um, complex. It takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. And sometimes you'll backslide. You have the right intentions, but, you know, maybe you, you, you lose your temper and you shout at them that one time. Um, and you're like, oh, my God, how did I do that? No, it's okay. Forgive yourself and then communicate to them. I am so sorry that I shouted at you. And um, I was having a really hard day and that has nothing to do with you. It's everything to do with me. Um, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm going to do better next time. Okay. So correct it as soon as possible. So, yeah, I hope that helps. Let me know what you think about this particular episode. Please share it with somebody who you think will need it. Find me on social media at Africana Woman on Instagram and Twitter. And I will see you tomorrow.